serving, giving, showing up on Sunday morning. We would not be able to do all that we do without you. Amen. I ask that you would continue to tithe, give, serve, worship. Amen. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Many ways to give. You can give electronically. Watchchapel.org backslash giving. In person, there are lock, black standing offering boxes in our church lobby. You can mail your tithe to Watch Chapel 3703, Tryon Road, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27606. Text to give, WCMBC 73256, PayPal. Stewardship at watchchapel.org, cash app, dollar sign, watchchapel. Please include your full name and your address. Once again, we thank you. We appreciate you. As we prepare to read scripture, I want to challenge every member of Watchchapel to invite somebody to worship. Invite somebody to worship. We need the Lord Jesus. And folk who don't have a church need a church. So I challenge everybody to invite somebody this week. Amen. You can't make them come, but sometimes folk are waiting for an invitation. Amen, somebody. So I want to encourage every member of Watch Chapel to invite somebody to worship on next Sunday. Amen. I want to call your attention to John chapter 1 going to begin reading at verse 35. If you're physically able, please stand out of reverence for the reading of God's Word. John chapter 1. We'll begin reading at verse 35. Last Sunday, I kicked off a preaching series entitled, Who Do I Need in My Life? And last Sunday, we talked about, I need a real God. John chapter 1, verse 35, word of our God reads as follows. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? He said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. And they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed him. First thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Look, Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Amen.
Simon, son of John, you will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. Last Sunday, I kicked off this preaching series that will take us through the end of the year. Who do I need in my life? And last week we talked about we need God. I don't care who you are, what you have, where you've been. None of us make it in this life without a relationship with Almighty God. Nobody. <clears throat> Days are good. It's easy to be an atheist. When you're healthy, it's easy to be agnostic. Let hell come your way. Let life knock you down. Atheism goes out the window. You don't know what agnostic is when you go through. All you know, you say, it ain't my mama or my daddy, but it's me. Today I want to talk about I need a witness. I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic. Thank God for Andrew. Thank God for Andrew. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. 
give us ears to hear your words in my mouth. Move every distraction, barrier, obstacle that might keep us from hearing from you. Use us, God, as Andrews in the lives of people that don't know you. In Jesus' name, amen. God uses people. God uses people. God can use anybody God wants to use. God uses different, diverse, and divergent people. God uses white collar, pink collar, and blue collar people. God uses GEDs, no Ds, JDs, and PhDs. God uses black people, white people, brown people, beige people. God uses people. God uses Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians. God uses people. God uses Baptists, Methodists, Pentecostals, Jews and Gentiles. God uses people. Anybody and everybody who has lived a few years in life can testify to the fact that God sits high and looks low. God is active in the world, but God has also used people to make a positive difference in your life. Yes, God is sovereign. God does the miraculous. God opens doors. God makes ways. God organizes, intervenes, intersects, and God uses people. None of us would be where we are had God not used somebody in our lives. God used educators. Can I preach this? God used your mama and daddy so you might be here God used grandma and papa. God used aunts and uncles. God used coaches. God used mentors. God used educators. God uses people. God uses different and diverse kinds of people, but God also uses different and diverse kinds of people to do different things in our world. 
God uses people to bless and to build. God uses people to educate and encourage. God uses people to accept, agitate, and advocate. God uses people to love, legislate, and liberate. God uses people to preach, teach, and pray. God uses people to organize, optimize, and overcome. God uses people. God uses people. According to this New Testament narrative, God is using an unsung disciple by the name of Andrew. We think of the disciples, we think of the usual suspects, Peter, James, and John, Judas for his infamy. Rarely do we think of Andrew. And according to this New Testament narrative, God is using Andrew to be a witness for the Lord God Almighty. According to the text, Andrew is a follower of John the Baptist. John the Baptist, the older cousin of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, was the forerunner of our Savior and Lord who came preaching the good news preparing the way for Jesus. John had his a crew of disciples, and now we see a significant intersection taking place in New Testament history as John and his disciples, Andrew being one of those disciples, are there. They encountered Jesus, and John recognizes Jesus is that here comes the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And John was such a good preacher, Reverend Robinson, that John, according to the text, allowed Andrew and the other disciple to leave his congregation and join Jesus' missionary Baptist church. The goal of preaching is not to get a following. The goal of preaching is not to develop a cult. The goal of preaching is not to build the biggest church. The goal of real preaching and ministry is for people to follow Jesus. If I'm doing my job as a pastor and preacher, it ain't about how good Harry White can tell the story. It's about how many folk follow Jesus because you have heard me tell the story. It ain't about being the best singer. It's about singing about the God who can save. It ain't about popularity, fame, or fortune, but if nobody follows Jesus having been encountered with you, we are doing something wrong. Yes, you can sing, you can preach, you are handsome, you are pretty, but at the end of the day, people ought to have an encounter with us that encourages them to follow Jesus. According to the text, Andrew begins to follow Jesus. 
Once Andrew begins to follow Jesus, the text says he spends the entire day with him and is convinced that this is truly the Lamb of God. Andrew has been a good little Jewish boy who has attended Hebrew school. He has heard about Old Testament prophecy. He has heard about the coming Messiah and how he is going to liberate and deliver the people from their sins. And now salvation history is taking place in his midst. Now Andrew, according to the text, just does not go home and keep Jesus to himself. But the text says immediately having spent the day with Jesus, Andrew goes to find his brother Simon, brings Simon to Jesus, and Simon, according to the text, has his name changed from Simon to Simon Peter because Jesus sees something in Simon that he has not seen yet in himself. But had it not been for Andrew being a witness, Simon would have never become Simon. Can I preach this text? God is using Andrew as a witness to his brother Simon. As a witness, Andrew has connected his brother Simon to Jesus Christ. Having been connected to Jesus, Simon's life is better, stronger, and changed for the glory of God, but it began with Andrew being a witness to his brother Simon. Can I preach this? And everybody under the sound of my voice needs an Andrew in their life. You need somebody. Come on, preach, Harry. Who's going to tap? Can I preach this? You need somebody or you thank God for somebody who told you about Jesus. Can I preach this in here today? None of us would be in Watch Chapel on this Sunday morning had somebody not told us about Jesus. Andrew connected Simon to Jesus, and because Andrew connected Simon to Jesus, Simon became a leader of the church. Simon had his name changed. Simon preached on the day of Pentecost. We are still reading 1st and 2nd Peter right now because of the connection between Andrew, Simon, and Jesus. Had it not been for Andrew, Simon would have never got saved, would have never got sanctified, would have never become the leader and man of God that he became in the church. Had Andrew not been a witness, Simon would have never become who he became in Jesus Christ. Can I preach this? And none of us would be here right now serving the Lord, blessing God with our own testimony had God not used some Andrew in our lives to connect us to Jesus. Can I make it plain? If you are saved, you ought to thank God for Andrew. 
If you know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, you ought to thank God for the Andrew that God used to connect you to Jesus. If you got your own testimony about the power of God, you ought to thank God for the Andrew that God used to connect you to Jesus. If you have new life, abundant life, and eternal life, you ought to thank God for the Andrew that God used to connect you to Jesus. Andrew may have been mama. Andrew may have been daddy. Andrew may have been big mama. Andrew may have been papa. Andrew may have been a neighbor. Andrew may have been a teacher. Andrew may have been a professor. Andrew may have been a friend, a bra, a soror, a coach. But we ought to thank God for the Andrews in our lives. While we thank God for Andrew, can I preach this? Sometimes, tragically, we forget about the Andrews in our lives. We thank God for everybody, but sometimes we forget about the Andrews that God has used to witness and connect us to Jesus Christ. We remember Boo and Bay. Y'all ain't talking to me, but we forget about Andrew. We remember coaches and mentors, but we forget about Andrew. We thank God for eye candy. Y'all ain't talking to me, but we forget about Andrew. Seems like we remember and thank God for everybody, but I dare everybody to thank God for the Andrews in our lives. And now that we are Simon and Simonetta, it ain't enough just to thank God for Andrew. We got to be Andrew. It ain't enough just to be saved and have your own walk with God. But if God is who we say God is, if the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost that we believe the Holy Ghost is, if Jesus is who we say Jesus is, we just can't keep God to ourselves. There's something wrong with a saint who doesn't tell nobody about the goodness of God. Something wrong with the Christian who doesn't have your own testimony and tell somebody about what God has done. Something wrong with somebody who sits on what God has done for you. But if God who is God, who we say is, then we ought to be Andrew to somebody who needs the good news of Jesus Christ. If you can invite somebody to the club, you can invite somebody to follow Jesus. If you can tell somebody to watch the game tonight, you can invite somebody to follow Jesus. If you can tell somebody about a discount and a hookup, you can tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you can tell somebody what's going to happen at homecoming next week and who's going to be there, then you can invite somebody. need Andrew. What made Andrew such a strong witness? Peter 
he has his brother. And his brother spends time with Jesus. And immediately he goes to get his brother and brings him to Jesus. And Simon becomes Simon Peter, leader of the apostolic band. But it started with Andrew. What was it about Andrew that led Peter to follow Jesus? Can I preach this? Y'all give me 10 more minutes, I'll land a plane. Andrew was a strong witness because he was credible. Ain't nobody gonna say amen to this kind of preaching. I'm prepared for y'all to look at me. Andrew was a strong witness because he was credible. Andrew just wasn't a Sunday morning saint. Andrew just didn't pick up the Bible on Sunday morning or Wednesday night. Andrew just didn't talk about Jesus on Sunday morning between 9.30 and 10.45. Andrew didn't go to church on Sunday morning, then put Jesus in the closet until next Sunday morning. Andrew did not live a life that was contradictory or bifurcated, but Andrew was the same Andrew on Sunday morning, on Wednesday, on Friday. Andrew just wasn't holy on Sunday or whatever he showed up around holy people. Andrew was not perfect. Andrew had flaws, but Andrew was credible. Peter knew his brother was the real deal, shown enough follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I preach this? And if we are going to be credible witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can't just be holy on Sunday morning or in the parking lot. We got to love God 24-7, 365. Ain't nobody saying amen. Yes, we got flaws, we got frailties, we got imperfections, we got issues, we got challenges. My gosh, we sin by thought, word, and deed. But if we know something about the goodness of God and the power of prayer and call on God to fill us with the Holy Ghost, there ought to be some credibility in our lives. Yes, you're going to mess up, but apologize when you mess up. Yes, you're going to make mistakes, but reconcile when you make mistakes. God ain't expecting perfection, but I need somebody to know God is looking for progress. I ain't perfect, but I ain't the same I used to be. Do I have a witness in here? I said the Lord is working with me. He's shaping me. He's making me. He's molding me. I'm a man after God's own heart. David, can I get a witness in here? Nobody was a bigger rascal than David in the Old Testament. But this is the same person that God said was a man after God's own heart. And if God can use David, y'all ain't talking to me. God can use you and I and grow us with credibility. Credible. Progress. Not just that. Uses him as a strong witness, not because of his credibility and progress, but he uses 
Andrew to witness to Simon because Andrew cared. He cared enough to tell his brother about Jesus. He cared enough to tell somebody who didn't know about Jesus about Jesus. And at the end of the day, do we care enough to tell folk who don't know about Jesus about Jesus? Help me preach this. Do I care enough to tell somebody about the Lord? Because if we believe what the Bible says, salvation is a matter of life and death. Come on, I'm in the book now. Salvation ain't about what you look like. It's about life and death. Salvation about waiting what your last name is. It's about life and death. And if I ain't saved, come on, talk to me in here. I'm in the book. Some of y'all can be sophisticated all you want. You can be educated all you want. But at the end of the day, there is life. There is death. And if you're saved, y'all ain't talking to me, you'll spend the rest of your days with your name written in the Lamb's book of life. But if you ain't saved, I don't want to run the risk of finding out y'all ain't talking to me. God loves, God sits high, God looks low. God sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him shall have eternal life everlasting. All you got to do is admit you are a sinner, believe that the Lord died for you, confess your sins, but you got to care enough to tell somebody. My gosh, can I preach this? Seems like we care about everything except telling folk about Jesus. We care about whether they save money. Amen. Somebody talk to me. We care about what somebody said on social media. We care about some scuttle and gossip. We care about what's going to happen on November 8th in our election. But do we care about the Lord Jesus and saving souls? Can I make it plain? Ballet, AAU, ACT prep, SAT prep. Come on, talk to me. But do we care enough to tell our kids, our grandchildren, about the Lord Jesus Christ? So-and-so got the hookup. So-and-so single now. So-and-so looking good. So-and-so is hiring. Give me your resume. I'm going to recommend you for this position here because they looking for somebody. Oh, that's fine and well. But do I care enough? To tell somebody I know ain't saved, ain't connected to a church about the Lord Jesus Christ. Andrew cared enough to tell him about Jesus. 
Andrew was credible. Andrew cared. But let me tell you one more thing. Andrew was convinced about the claims of Christ. There ought to be something contagious about you and I. Past two and a half years, we have known intimately about contagion. That should have been the beginning of our knowledge about what was contagious. Contagious begins in the New Testament. Come on now, I feel my help coming. You look at here, this text, John the Baptist is a follower of the Lord Jesus. He tells the story about there's a man coming. I'm not fit to untie his sandals. Baptized him in the Jordan River. But I'm not worthy. The same Andrew who was a follower of John heard about a Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. And the same Andrew that heard John preach becomes a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he became a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, he spent an entire day with this Jesus. And having spent time with Jesus, he became convinced that this was truly who they said he was. And you and I have an advantage over Andrew because we ain't spent just a day with Jesus. Some of us have been following the Lord 50, 60 years, 70 years, 40, 35 years, 25 years. Got saved in a Pentecostal church somewhere. Heard somebody tell the story. And now having walked with him, having talked with him, having seen him deliver, having seen him heal, having seen him make ways, having seen him open doors, somebody ought to be convinced that he is who he says he is. I said he's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But I can't stop right there. He's a wheel in the middle of a wheel. He's a way maker. He's a mind keeper. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. He's a redeemer. He's a prayer answerer. He's a promise keeper. Somebody said he'll pick you up. He'll turn you around. He'll place your feet on a solid rock. But you ought to have your own story. You ought to have your own testimony. I'm convinced that he woke me up. I'm convinced that he's good. I'm convinced he's a way maker. I'm convinced he's a healer. I'm convinced he's a heart fixer. I'm convinced he's a savior. I'm convinced he's sovereign. I'm convinced he's good. Is he good? Is he good? Is he great? Is he awesome? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 
can I holler one time? Anybody got a testimony that the Lord our God? I said, I'm convinced. Yes, I am. I'm convinced. If you're able, stand to your feet. If you're able, if you're able, let me let me help somebody. Thank God for Andrew. But guess what? God wants you to be an Andrew. You got a friend. You got a neighbor. You got a soror. You got a large brother. Go to the same bank, you go to the same food line, the same Harris Teeter, you see the same people, and we hadn't told them people about Jesus yet. Invite that person to church. Tell that person about you. Invite that person, just invite them to church. I want you to come somewhere with me on Sunday. I want you to come to church. All they can do is say no. You done heard no before, but say it with a smile. Say, hey, I want, I want to invite you to church. When Peter heard about Jesus, his life changed. St. Peter Baptist Church. <laughs> First Peter, second Peter. Some of y'all named Peter out here because your mom and daddy wanted you to be holy. There's some Peter in, there's a Peter in here. A Peter watching on live stream. Peter on YouTube right now. Somebody right now, my sister, my brother. If you're not saved, I want you to raise your hand. Deacons, make your way to the aisles, amen. If you're not saved, you're not saved, you don't have a church home, We want to lead you to Jesus Christ. You're not saved. Raise your hand. Jesus makes the difference. Or you're saved, but you don't have a church home. You want to make Watch Chapel your church home. I want you to raise your hand. There's somebody here right now. Raise your hand, my brother. Raise your hand, my sister. There's somebody... Raising a hand right now. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you, deacon. Amen. Somebody else? You say, but you don't, you want to make a watch chapel your church home? You want to be a part of a church of Andrews? What's the feminine version of Andrew? Angerina. Andrina, Andrina, he said Andretta. They said no. All the sisters like uh uh. Raise your hand a little higher. 
You want to accept Jesus? You want to unite with Watch Chapel? You want to unite with Watch Chapel? Raise your hand, Ohio. You're saved, but you don't have a church home. You need a church home. How many of us thank God for the Andrews in our lives? And let me, let me help somebody right now. The person may be saved. The person may have a church home. But you still need Andrew in your life. You saved. You got a church home. But every now and then you need somebody to witness to you about the goodness of God. You going through something. You need to hear somebody's testimony. Look. I've been there, done that. God will bring you out of this. The Lord will heal you. The Lord will encourage you. The Lord, the Lord will guide and order your steps. You don't need nobody in your life telling you what God can't do. You need an Andrew who was a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be careful who you allow to speak into your life. You just need discernment. You just need discernment about who I'm allowing to speak into my life. You don't have discernment, you get bamboozled. This word was for you. I want you to come to the altar. This word convicted you, challenged you, some way, shape, or form. I want you to come to the altar. I'm gonna pray over somebody. I need to be a I need to be a stronger witness. I need to watch my circle, who I allow to speak into my life. Sometimes we need to be detoxed from voices of 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Somebody told us what God would never do in our lives. Irredeemable. God ain't never going to do that for you. Who is you? God ain't never going to do that for you. God can do it for them, but God can't do it for you. Fooey! Step up. Y'all scoot over. Stay. Yeah, come on. Come on out to the The devil's a liar. I said the devil is a liar. <clears throat> come on now. I'm in the book now. He's some real preacher. devil's a liar. Nobody tell you what God can do. Look at what God did for Peter, a regular fisherman. Just going out catching fish. Red snapper, tilapia, scrimps. Look at what God did. Catching fish every day. St. Peter University. Come on, who here from New Jersey? St. Peter, come on. They had a run in the basketball tournament last year. But it started with Andrew. Come on, talk, Peter. Lord, I pray right now for every man and woman at this altar, everybody who's on live stream, YouTube live, everybody who's going to watch this sermon 
hear this message, I pray now for spiritual comprehension, digestion, obedience. I pray, God, that you use us as Andrews in the lives of people that don't know you. Lord, we thank God for the Andrews that you have used as witnesses in our lives. Increase our credibility. Increase our care for one another. And Lord, show us what you've done in our lives already so we can be more convinced about your power. Lord, I pray, God, that you detox and liberate voices that have told us what we couldn't do, who we ain't, what we're never going to do, how you won't use us. Lord, set us free in Jesus' name so we might know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you have a plan for our lives and how you use Peter, you can use us. Bless now, touch in the strong name of Jesus Christ. Let the people of God say amen. 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 Look at your neighbor. Say, let God use you. Let God use you. I may be talking to somebody online. You go to the Contact Us tab, Connect With Us tab, and Unite With Watch Chapel. You scan to connect. Give your life to Jesus online, virtually. Unite With Watch Chapel. Amen. We're going home now. Follow the direction of our ushers. Amen. Don't leave until they say amen. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you one for another. Thank you for your word. We thank you for Andrew. Thank you for the Andrews that you have used. Use us as we leave this place as Andrews to witness to other people, to connect other people to Jesus. The grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God said amen. Amen.